Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Hey, Richies, just wanted to give you a quick heads up that today's story is definitely a tough one, and there are going to be some details discussing violence and death. So, Brooke, how are you doing this Monday? I mean, it was definitely a rough weekend, a lot yeah. to process. Yeah, the tragedy at Travis Scott's Astro World Festival Friday night in Houston is just nightmarish. <sighs> Seriously, so awful. I mean, these people are at a music festival that they've been waiting to see for forever, and then yep. a terrifying ending. Yeah, and when the crowd rushed the stage, it was just devastating. It was. I mean, some people didn't get to go home and so many more were injured. The firsthand accounts from the night are just absolutely horrifying. Yeah. And understandably, people want to hold someone responsible now. Right. And Travis is taking a lot of that heat. Really wondering how this is all going to play out. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. It's Monday, November 8th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. We know you have your tried and true closet staples, but it can be fun to switch it up. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stodd or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. Yeah, it's easy to find instant inspiration at Saks.com. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Okay, well, obviously, this is making me just want to shop after we record this. I know. And it doesn't take much for me wanting to shop. No. So. But if you're looking for a joyful shopping escape, which we all are, yes. then head to Saks.com for inspiring ways to shop for everything on your agenda. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. So Travis Scott is one of the biggest stars in rap music. He has a history of drawing huge crowds for his shows, fans he calls ragers for their adrenaline-fueled response to him. But at Friday night's Astroworld Festival in Houston, NRG Park, the massive crowd surged toward the stage, and the fun turned fatal. 
Yeah. So Travis was on stage at his festival, and not too long after he started performing, the crowd began to compress toward the front of the stage. So it was just this mass of people pushing tighter and tighter against each other until it was just more difficult to move. It was difficult to breathe. And eventually, some passed out and they fell to Mm -hmm. the ground. And once they were there, there was really nothing they could do. Um, So it led to multiple injuries and tragically eight people died. So currently the cause of death for these people is not yet determined, but it's very clear that the conditions in the crowd were so dangerous that some didn't have a chance to get out in time. Yeah. So some people who are at the show have taken to social media to share their experiences. And honestly, it just sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah. There were over 50,000 people in attendance at this festival. Yeah. And so one woman named Sianna, who uses the Instagram handle Sianna Faith, detailed her story in a post. And she wrote, within the first 30 seconds of the first song, people began to drown in other people. The rush of people became tighter and tighter. Breathing became something only a few were capable of. This sounds like something that, honestly, like, you probably don't think about happening. Like, not Mm -mm. many people think of this as something that could go wrong. And I feel like until you actually see it, it's terrifying. And her description is just so vivid, where it's like, you're drowning in people, and it seems like it's just an absolute nightmare. Yeah. So, Sienna also wrote about her friend who struggled in the crowd. She wrote, my friend began to gasp for breath, and she told me we needed to get out. We tried. There was nowhere to go. People began to choke one another as the mass swayed. It became more and more violent. We began to scream for help. And as completely scary, this very real feeling of drowning sounds, the moment when people fell must have been truly beyond horrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Sienna also wrote in detail about what she called sinkholes in the crowd. She Mm. wrote, one person fell or collapsed. Once one fell, a hole opened up in the ground. Person after person were sucked down. It was happening all around me, these sinkholes of people. These descriptions are so vivid and just picturing it. I Mm -hmm. can't imagine actually being there. Um, Sienna also says as she got pushed to this edge, she was horrified to see what she called, and I hate having to even say this, Mm -hmm. a floor of bodies. Yeah. She wrote about getting shoved down and seeing the face of a man below Mm. her. Yeah. She said, I lost it. There were people below the ones I could see from above. There was a floor of bodies of men and women below two layers of fallen people above them. I mean, at this point, it just sounds like we're hearing like about a battlefield. It's just. It really does sound like that. And they tried to get help from security and the members of the staff running the show, but no one did anything. So there's video footage of people trying to get someone's attention to stop the show. One fan went up to a cameraman literally screaming for help. Yeah, this is so frustrating. So there's a video of fans chanting, stop the show, stop the show in between songs. Another attendee, an ICU nurse named Madeline Eskins, says people were doing CPR. Fans were yelling at the stage crew around us saying, stop the concert. People are dying. No one listened. Mm -hmm. She also said the medical staff seemed completely unprepared and inexperienced. She said some didn't even know how to check a pulse. Yeah, I saw that and I've worked events like I as an EMT and I don't know how that's possible. Like, I don't know what kind of regulations they have in Texas, but you know how to check a pulse if you're on a medical staff. Well, most people know how to check a pulse anyway, I thought. Yeah, that's just inexcusable. Mm -hmm. And even though people were literally dying during the show, Travis continued to perform. And 
understandably, mm-hmm. people are pissed. Yes. So Travis performed a 75-minute set that was live-streamed on Apple Music. And according to the New York Times, the show ended 30 minutes earlier than scheduled, but nearly a full 40 minutes after a mass casualty event was declared by mm-hmm. city officials. Yeah. And while Travis didn't stop the show entirely, he did halt once, about 30 minutes into the set when an ambulance came through the crowd. Yeah, so he said, there's an ambulance in the crowd. But then after about a minute, he said... Y'all know what you came to do. And the music started up again. He then said to the crowd, make the ground shake. So people started jumping and stomping Mm. the ground. Literally the worst thing they could have done. And at another point, he stopped the show again saying, hold, hold, hold. We need some help. Somebody passed out right here. Security, let's get in there. But a short time later, the show continued again. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of the problem is like just people not taking this stuff seriously. Exactly. Like an ambulance going into the crowd, it's not like you just want to drive through a bunch of people to get somewhere. Like there's an emergency. Like we're not just messing around. And so it sounds like Travis just wasn't getting it. I mean, some are really upset that neither he or security actually stopped the show. Mm -hmm. And Travis has finally spoken up about it. Yeah. So he posted a series of videos to his Instagram on Saturday. In the video, he says how much his fans mean to him and how he's working with the families of the victims to assist them through this tough time. He also says, I just could never imagine the severity of the situation and didn't know what was happening. Yeah, that's not true. I mean, there's video of someone telling him what was happening and he continued. So well, I think that I feel like that I I see it as like, obviously, when you're having a concert, you don't imagine it's going to lead to stampedes and people dying. But when people are literally telling you that people are dying, there's no excuse for you to carry on as you're doing. Right. But there is a reason why some are quick to question Travis about what he knew Mm -hmm. and why he didn't stop, which is, I think, like the biggest question is like, why did you keep going? Yeah. And it's because this isn't the first time he's come under fire for how he handles a dangerously rowdy crowd. Right. So Travis was actually arrested in 2015 for telling his fans to jump the barricades during his Lollapalooza performance. He said to the crowd, middle finger up to security right now, then led them in a chant of, we want rage. Mm. He pled guilty to disorderly conduct for inciting a riot. Then at a show in New York, he actually encouraged someone to jump off of a balcony. And this was after someone else was pushed off the same balcony. And he said... I see you, but are you going to do it? And then he was like, they going to catch you. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Mm -hmm. And he was also arrested again in 2017 on charges of reckless conduct for encouraging people to rush the stage at a performance in Arkansas. Yeah, it's definitely a pattern and there needs to be accountability. Agree. And at this point, he's being sued by someone who attended the Astroworld Festival and got severely injured. Um, So it's actually both Travis and rapper Drake who are being sued for inciting the crowd. The complaint says Drake came out as a special guest and helped to incite the crowd. It also accuses Drake of continuing to perform with Travis Scott as the crowd became out of control and while the crowd mayhem continued. Yeah. So right now things are still being figured out, obviously. Mm -hmm. And this is most likely going to get very difficult for Travis. He announced that he will issue full refunds to everyone who bought tickets to Astroworld. Which is good. And he also canceled his appearance at a festival in Vegas this weekend. Sources told Variety Travis is too distraught to play. So hopefully he's actually learned something this time. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. But uh, I don't know. It's... 
I mean, this is just the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. When there's a tragedy like this, someone has to be held accountable. Right. And the question is, does this fall on the artist? Is this fully Travis's fault? This is tough because I don't think it's fully Travis's fault. I think there were a lot of factors at play here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it was Travis's fault. I think it was the staff on hand. Uh, I think it was their fault. They weren't trained well enough. It was security's fault for not taking it seriously. Yeah. Um. And there was too many people in this space. And yeah, I think given his history, he has to take responsibility. His team hired these people who were unfit to take care of the situation. So yeah, at the end of the day, it's a lot of people's faults. And he's definitely one of them. Well, my thing is that there's a precedent for this. Like this kind of thing happened in the late 70s in like 1979 at a Who concert Mm. and people died. And it's like if this has already happened, it's like with the Alec Baldwin thing. Like this kind of accident has existed already. It should never happen again. Agree. And anybody that like played into it. So anybody responsible for planning the concert, hosting the concert, telling people to do crazy things like yeah. they're all responsible and there Agreed. needs to be accountability. And I also think we need to give like the victims and their families some respect. Like there's a oh, lot yeah. of conspiracy theories going around online and it's <sighs> unnecessary. Like we need to respect that people died. Just once. I don't know why there can't be tragedy without people trying to come up with some <sighs> conspiracy about it. Like these Same. are people's lives and young, young lives. Yeah, it's social media. It's responsible for all of it. <sighs> Truly the dregs of society. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them, In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.